Welcome to Dodgers Daily. I'm Casey Porter. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. Tonight we have a very, very, very special guest, right-handed pitcher in the Dodgers organization. Landon Knack joins Dodgers Daily. So, Landon, hey, this is the second chance I've, I've had to talk to you, so thank you so much for coming on in. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's always, uh, always good to talk to you, so thanks for having me. Okay, very good. First of all, before we get into anything else, you looked great the other day. Tell us how you felt on the mountain spring training. Yeah, yeah, stuff uh, stuff felt good. Uh, I felt pretty uh, pretty confident when I got up there. I had a little bit, of course, of nerves, like and as soon as you open the the gate to kind of run out. But uh, once I once I actually got up there, uh, felt like I, I relaxed a little bit as soon as I kind of stepped on the mound and uh, felt good after that. So enough about the Dodgers and, and all that for now. Okay, want to back up and talk about your Walter State boys, man. I mean, they were sixty and seven last year. They made it to the national semifinal, and kind of a cool thing about that, a link for you. Your manager at AA Tulsa, Henny, he and the Burroughs brothers, Dave and Darren, built that Cali County program there in Arc City, Kansas. And and I know that your Walter State, they got beat by Cali County in the semifinals last year. So first of all, give a shout-out to Walter State. You know, you're an alum of that place. And then also, did you and Henny have a little back and forth on that? absolutely yeah walters you know they're they're always going to be there every year um they really know what they're doing over there um yeah dave shelton he he really knows how to recruit well he knows how to coach he knows how to get uh a team motivated uh and they've continued to just build a powerhouse for years over there and um they're they're constantly always top five, top ten in the country in rankings. Always in the World Series. Always have a chance to go for a national championship. Uh, I always look back at those uh, the memories of the Walters very fondly. It was a, a great experience over there. But yeah, me and Henny, of course, obviously, as soon as they start, they uh, they played. We went back and forth a little bit, uh, trying to see uh, who was going to come out. Obviously, Walters didn't, but. Yeah, it was uh, it was a good it was a good experience. A good experience. Yeah, me and Henny had some fun with it. Okay, so let's get back to your pitching. Let's get back to your career with the Dodgers and your career as a pitcher overall. You've always been that guy that's had a high strikeout rate and a low walk rate. I mean, that's very rare because a lot of times to strike guys out, you have to throw a lot of stuff that that maybe breaks out of the zone. So that's a rare combination. How did you learn that combination, and how has that helped you throughout the years? Uh, I mean, a lot of it is just trusting your stuff. I've always been a guy who threw a ton of strikes. Um, I obviously, early on, wasn't really much of a high velo guy. I was more of just a guy who just knew how to pitch, knew how to fill out the strike zone with different pitches and um, just tried to keep people off balance and just that kind of off balance feel kind of led to the strikeouts. And then um, as I, my stuff got better, the velocity increased, uh, it, the the strikeout stuff stayed, and I felt like the command stayed as well. Obviously, just uh, always attacking guys, always trying to get ahead, um, and so that continues to try to be a big piece for me. I know you're the type of guy that you know in modern day analytics they try to you know reduce the amount of pitches pitchers throw, and they're very careful with the pitch limits and all that. But I know you're the the old school type of guy that would take the ball every single day if you could. So last year had to be frustrating with some of the stops and starts and the injuries. I know you spent some time on the developmental list. So take us back to last year a little bit, some of the things, maybe the adjustments you made on the developmental list and the momentum that you took into this offseason. Yeah, obviously, yeah. It's kind of a kind of a, a tough year, kind of a like a little uh, humbling experience, kind of really had to push through a lot of things. Had my forearm act on me in the middle of the year, 
Uh, it took some time to kind of get back to feeling normal again after um, after that. And so the time on the development list was really just trying to get my everything back in order because I was trying to overcompensate a little bit for some things, uh, trying to protect the forearm and protect some other stuff. So we had to really focus on really making everything was back uh, where it needed to be. And uh, that I, th I think going through kind of a little bit of like the trials of that and really the adversity that I kind of had to go through with that really is going to kind of help me moving forward because I've, I've been in that case where my back's up against the wall and I really kind of have to push through, really got to figure some things out. And uh, so I think uh, going into this year, uh, I've got uh, a new appreciation for things, a new um, kind of outlook on how my, I go to work each day. And so I think it's, uh, it's actually going to be like more of like a blessing, honestly, moving forward. It's exactly what the minor leagues are for to learn everything about your own self, both physically, all your stuff and mentally too, you know? So by the time you get to the major leagues, you got everything ready to go and no better organization to do it in Rob Hill, you know, the director of all this. And then Ryan Dinnick, you just have tremendous development system with the Dodgers, don't you? Absolutely. Yeah. The, the pitching minds in there are amazing. It's, it's really fun to go up there every day and just kind of talk to some of those guys, pick their brains. Um, uh, and so, yeah, they're, they're great guys to really just kind of sit around with and, and kind of see what they're thinking on some of the stuff. Because obviously, like, thought processes around the league are always constantly changing and kind of adapting. And so it's always interesting to kind of sit down and kind of pick their brains a little bit. And you're a four-pitch guy, and you're like we talked about earlier, you have a high strikeout rate, a low walk rate, which is unbelievable. And the Dodgers do a great job, it seems like to me, from a distance of allowing each pitcher, you know, they, they give them a system and a formula, but at the same time, they allow each pitcher to be themselves. Would that be correct? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, they don't force anything on anybody. They really, they like to have a dialogue with it. They might give suggestions and be like, Hey, I think this could help. But at the end of the day, they also understand it's like, it's your, it's your career. Um, you are going to be what gets you to that next level. It's got to be you buying in on what they're preaching. And so, um, yeah, they absolutely let every person in the organization truly uh, be themselves and try to just push them to be the best version of themselves. Tell us about your offseason, your team, all the things that you did and the focus, the things you wanted to get better at. Yeah, this offseason, uh, I stayed actually out in Arizona uh, for the offseason, stayed here at uh, the complex. That way I'd have the training staff and uh, all the coaches here every day to work with. Um that way because one of the biggest priorities obviously this offseason is really uh just taking care of myself taking care of my body making sure i'm in the best position to going into this next year uh, to just be out there every fifth day and be able to be out there every every outing um make sure i'm at 100 percent ready to go and so uh really it was kind of figuring out all right what helps me recover what helps me um with different things and so uh changed a little bit of diet stuff, changed a little bit of the routine when I get to the field as far as like what prep work I need to do, what work in the training room. And so that was probably my biggest piece for this offseason. And I've heard guys talk about this, you know, when you get into double A, I think James Outman told me this just the other day, when you hit double A, it really starts feeling like, hey, I'm getting close to the major leagues. And you spent all last year in double A and, and, you know, Outman and both Grove, 
jump from double A to the major leagues next year. So you're very close. So what do you have to prove here in 2023? Yeah, this year, I, really, I just I just want to go out there every single outing, um, be be healthy, be available, always just be ready to go. Really, kind of show that like when I'm when I'm healthy, when I'm going, I'm as good as anyone, and um, just really kind of focus more on the process of everything. Don't try to obviously, as you said, you know you're getting close. Um, you, you can kind of smell it a little bit, but you just can't let yourself just like think about that and not stay in the moment, stay on. This is what I'm working on each day. And so, uh, it's really, it's just trying to stay grounded with everything. You guys, the Tulsa drillers last year had the highest average velocity for any minor league pitching staff in all of the minor leagues at any level, 94 miles an hour is what your pitching staff average. So that has to be fun to you know, have all that competition around you. It, it has to raise your game a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, our our staff yes, last year was just electric all the time. We had we had a couple days where the average fastball was probably 98 uh, on some of those days, just with a couple of the arms, especially coming out of the bullpen and guys like Bobby and a couple of them just really uh, throwing jet fuel out the gate. And so, yeah, absolutely, being around those guys, like it pushes you to work a little harder, the competition of having those guys there every day, like everybody wants to push each other, really try to uh, be the best version of yourself. So, yeah, absolutely. It's it's so fun to be around those guys. I know you hit 11 home runs your senior year in college. So, hey, you have a lot of experience with the bat. But seeing all that 98, I'll bet you're glad you're a pitcher nowadays, huh? You ever <laughs> itched to take BP? <laughs> I wish I got to take BP. No, I would, I would love BP. I don't know about facing some of these guys. <laughs> Some of these guys' stuff is ridiculous, but uh, yeah, I, I do every now and then get the itch that I just I would love to go swing a little bit, just have a little fun in some batting practice. But yeah, I don't know, I don't know if I'd want to face some of these guys. <laughs> okay, let's back up again. I know we hit on it just a little bit earlier, but let's back up to your first outing the other day. Again, I mentioned how comfortable, how confident you look. Just kind of break that down a little bit further for us, if you don't mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it was kind of obviously it's like first outing of the season. You're excited to go see another team, kind of get into things. But uh, obviously, it's it's I had to remember like it's baseball. It's what I've been doing my entire life. You got a little bit of those little nerve, like good nerves going into the day when you get out, like first out to the mound. You got a little bit of those good nerves going. But uh, as soon as I felt like I stepped on the dirt. It was just like, all right, I'm back to just throwing. I'm back. I'm back to pitching what I've always done. And so I, I just felt very confident, very, uh, very calm, and just was like, all right, I'm just gonna do exactly what I've always done. Take my time with it. No rush. Obviously, there's pitch clock, but I'm very used to that after this last mm-hmm. year in the minors. So um, it was. It just once I got out there, it just felt like uh, it was what I was supposed to be doing. If you don't mind me asking, do you like the pitch clock? Do you have any opinion on that at all? Uh, I don't mind it. I've I've always been somebody who works faster. Yeah. Um. So like I I didn't have a single violation last year. I don't think. Um. So it, it doesn't affect too much, especially. Uh, the only times it felt a little quick sometimes last year was with runners on second, just trying to get signs and everything. But with the the clock at twenty. Um, instead of 18 like it was mm-hmm. in double-A last year, I think that an extra two seconds really makes a big difference in kind of the feel of how fast it is. So I don't mind it one bit. I know we've talked before, your four-pitch mix, your four-seam, your change-up, 
curveball and slider. And, and probably the key to you is when you're landing that change up in the strike zone, it's going to be a tough day for hitters. More than likely, you know, that that's probably the key for you. So, hey, same four pitches that you're going into 2023 uh, with. Have you made any adjustments as far as the pitch mix goes? Uh, I've kind of – the only thing I've done is kind of go back to my original four pitch mix. I've had – last year I tweaked around with a couple things. Um, and this year really going back to my four pitch mix, knowing what works and just trusting it. And um, just really trying to fine tune more the consistency with each and just trying to keep the consistency with the change of consistency with the slider. And, uh, and so overall, very similar as far as the pitch mix goes, but uh, yes, absolutely. Change up is a huge pitch for me. So really just trying to lock that in constantly so that every game I have that going for me is uh, a big, big focus. Confident in all four pitches landing in the strike zone? At any time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what aspects of your game right now do you feel confident that, hey, it's good enough right now to where I could be a quality, consistent major league starter right now? And then what parts of your game do you feel like, you know what, I probably need to get a little bit better at this and continue to improve if I want to have that consistency as a major leaguer? Yeah, I think I think right now I have the command and the ability to execute pitches uh, at a major league level uh, right now. I think – it's really just uh, kind of the experience continuing kind of more of like the mental game along with everything, understanding when to throw certain pitches in different counts, uh, more of like the thought process that goes along with it, just continuing to develop the, the mental side. Because I, I think right now I have the ability to command the ball and really execute pitches at a very, very high level. And so it's, it's just more of the, uh, the more innings, the more experience uh, is the big piece. I think that I need just the mental piece. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, you hit on him just a minute ago, and we talked about him helping the Burroughs brothers build the Cali County program. Your manager at AA last year, Scott Hennessy, better known as Henny, the mayor of Drillville. I know he's a very well-liked manager. Can you speak to him a little bit? Oh, yeah. Henny, he's a guy who always has his players back. Um, he's, he's a great guy to have around the clubhouse, always keeps uh, morale very high. Um, now he's, Henny's a amazing manager, loves the guy to death. Um, only great things to say about Henny. So, well, in that Tulsa crowd on a Saturday night or a Friday night in the middle of the summer when it's packed, that one Oak field can put off a great environment, can it? Absolutely. Yeah. Whenever, whenever you've got kind of the full crowd on the weekends and it's kind of bumping in there a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a great place to play. Hey, had you ever been to Arizona or California before when, whenever, before you got signed by the Dodgers? No, no, I had not. I hadn't really traveled much uh, out west at all before I got drafted by the Dodgers. And so uh, that's kind of been one of the cool things is kind of get to come out here and kind of travel around, experience a little stuff out here. I, I spent uh, most of the offseason, obviously, I said in Arizona. I spent about a month in California uh kind of exploring a little bit of the area and kind of um, seeing some things. And so that's been one of the, the cool uh, experiences and opportunities that I've gotten from uh, getting to come out here. Oh boy, from Johnson City, Tennessee, all the way out in California and Arizona, right? Okay, so do you ever just take a step back and go, you know what, am I really doing this right now? This is really cool. You ever have a chance to do that? Oh uh, Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Every now and then <laughs> we'll sit back and I'm like, uh, I think back to kind of early college me. And I sit back and I think, like, who would have – like, I know that kid wouldn't have thought I'd be out here in California right now doing what I'm doing. So, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, every now and then I'll sit back and have that thought. 
Got to enjoy the process as it's happening, no doubt about it. Okay, one last question for me, and Landon, I appreciate you joining. I know you're so super busy, so I won't take up much more of your time. Okay, but baseball is a very, very, very hard game. It will knock you down. You know, I think Max Hewitt, the way he put it, either you're you're humble or you're getting ready to be humble. That's kind of how baseball goes. So it knocks you down. It makes you keep getting back up to get to the point where you're at. And, you know, as a double-A pitcher, a guy that's just – you know, just a couple of phone calls or one phone call away from the major leagues. So for all the kids that want to become you and get in your position that have to keep getting up after this game knocks them down, what's your message for them? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, um, no matter what, always believe in yourself. Obviously I was a guy, I went through 40 rounds of a draft my junior year and didn't get a phone call, didn't have anything. And so, but I, sat back and said, all right, all these people doubt me, I'm, I, but this is what I want to do, and I'm going to go do it. And so I'd say for everyone, it's really just always believing in yourself. Uh, if, when people doubt you, just let that be a little bit more fuel to push yourself harder and, uh, and never give up on your dreams. So, I lied. I have one more question. Did you have a chance to make it back home and see the folks and all the family and friends over the offseason? A little bit, yeah. The first couple weeks of the offseason, I spent some time in Nashville and uh, and back in Johnson City uh, going to see some uh, my family and friends a little bit uh, before obviously coming out. And then a little bit at Christmas as well. So, yeah, we still got a little bit of time back in Tennessee. Hey, that's the important thing right there. Family is so important. So, hey, Landon Knack, like I said, I know you're super busy. This is a huge year for you. I know you're super motivated and you look great, man. I can't wait to watch your next outing. Back on the bump. So, Landon Knack, thank you so much for joining Dodgers Daily. Yeah, I appreciate you having me.